out of all the merchants from when I was a child, there are only two of us left. Name's Mary Learsman Trzinski. I'm 79. My grandparents started in this market in 1912. They came in by horse and buggy with produce and fruit and jellies, homemade butter from the farm. In 1926, they moved inside the market itself. My dad wasn't married yet. He met my mother here in the market, was introduced to her, and two years later, they were married. They worked the farm all their lives. I learned how to weed, hoe, help plant the crops, work in the greenhouse, muck out the barn, chicken coops. I did not have the normal growing up that most girls do. I never learned to cook or to sew or anything like that until I was in high school. Came into the market when I was six years old, and my grandmother taught me how to talk to customers and to wait on them to make change. And when I was real little, my mom and dad would bring me in, and I'd go over to the produce stall. Not the, it wasn't produce, it was fancy fruit stall, all fruit. And this nice little Italian lady ran that. And I'd peep out from behind grandmother's skirts and look at her, she says, you hungry? I'd say, yeah. And she'd give me a banana or an apple. My grandmother says, with those eyes, she says, you get anything you want. <laughs> the neighborhood when I was a child was basically um, German, Czech, um, Italian. The market had a lot more businesses in it then. One half of the market was strictly farmers, where my grandparents started. The other half was the meat market, as they called it, because it was all butchers. And the only other type of business allowed was widows. They could have dry goods, something like that. We had, during the summer, we had one stall that sold snowballs, and they had the old-fashioned hand shaver. And that was my favorite spot <laughs> during the summer. <laughs> I stayed in the market until I was 19 with my mother then. I went to work at Western Electric and then my sister and brother kind of took over in the market with my mom. The market was only open Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday before World War II. Once World War II started and people moved into the area from other states or counties to work in the uh, defense plants, they got paid on Friday. If they were night shift, they got paid Friday morning and they wanted to shop on Friday. They didn't want to wait till Saturday, so people started opening up on Fridays. And it was a very busy day when the neighborhood started changing, when they had, um, what do they call it, block busting, when, when they were trying to move the blacks into the neighborhood. At that time, it got pretty bad around here. And then, um, I forget what year it was, when they had the riots in Baltimore. Some of the men, stayed over after the market closed and went up on the roof with guns to protect the market because they tried to burn it. So they did get that out. Yeah, it was pretty rough for a few weeks there. So. And now? Now, it's pretty good. Business is down right now. Um, they have torn down so many houses around here. Uh, in fact, on the northwest side, they tore so many down, they're supposed to put in a technological park 
Well, so far they haven't done too much. They put up one high-rise, and they're working on another high-rise for student uh, housing for Johns Hopkins Hospital. But Johns Hopkins is the biggest employer in the city. Yeah, it's, it's so many boarded up houses around yet, but I've noticed that there are quite a few that are starting to be renovated. When the recession first started, everything just stopped because there wasn't any money. And some of them are still halfway, you know, and if they don't get to them soon, they're going to be demolished. <laughs> um, but our, um, most of the market now is Korean merchants. I think there are only five or six white merchants, um, two black merchants. Does everyone get along? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We have an association, and yeah, everybody gets along. I haven't seen any fights, not in years anyway. <laughs>